You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. And on this week's episode, uh, we kind of thought that we would do something a little bit interesting and kind of explore fan reactions and not just any kind of fan reactions, but bad fan reactions. So this particular topic came to mind when I was reading through some of the comments and tweets about the new Doctor Who trailer, which was released on September 20th, so just last week. But before we dive too deep into that topic, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week? Uh, <laughs> we're we're a broken record, both of us, but work. Uh, but let's move past that because this is fun stuff. <laughs> no, it's just been a really exhausting week, but um, I've been really trying to like do fun things after work. Uh, I don't know why I put this as my first thing because it's not very fun, but I tried watching 13 Reasons Why season two. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, this was towards the beginning of the week when I was still like happy and in a good space. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm in a good mental place and I'm, I can't sleep. So let's watch 13 Reasons Why. It was okay. Um, I probably will finish it just to finish it because I hate the fact that I like, ha- like, you know what I mean? Like I've watched season one and season two is just hanging there. Yeah. And I, that bugs me. So I kind of want to just get it out of the way. Um. It's okay. It's like it's whatever. It's it they really shouldn't have made it. That's that's all I have to say about it really. Um and then I've been like watching TV, catching up on like daily show stuff cuz that's the only way I keep up with American politics nowadays. <laughs> uh it's terrible. I really should like watch proper news, but you know. You know what? That's a <laughs> At least it's an entertaining form of accurate news because he actually does report fairly accurately, but he makes it funny. Exactly. So. That's how I like to take it is like, you know, like I'd really not rather like read a bunch of boring articles or watch the news. Like I'd really just want to take it in through comedy, which is pretty much why the show exists. So, you know, that's the reason why. But um yep. And then last night, I actually went out with some coworkers, so that was fun. I'm making friends, guys. I'm making friends. Oh my god! <laughs> like proper friends. Um, it was. It's really funny. Like I, I've never experienced kind of going out here in Ireland, like without Eamon. Because like whenever I go, I go with Eamon and Eamon's friends. But this time, it was like strictly my my coworkers, and it's like the same bar, but it's just different. And it's fun. Cause like, you know, kind of like back in California, it's like, there are so many bars that it really tends to cater to a specific audience. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, I know I say that like it's a TV show. It's not, i just, my brain works that way. But like, if you'd go to a younger bar, it would typically be like mostly like younger 20 year olds or whatever or if you go to like an older bar it'd be like a lot of older like there's not as many bars here so whenever you go it's like 
you've got the 60-year-olds drunk dancing on the side, and then you've got the 20-year-olds running around getting their crazy cocktails and stuff. So, And it's all ages, and everyone knows each other, so everyone's talking to each other, and everyone's like, hey, what's up? And like, you see all this like different like mixing and you're like this is strange because this is not what i'm used to (laughs) like no that's so weird it's because like there's just so many bars like if you just think about like the arts district in downtown like Mm -hmm. just that it's so many breweries and bars and stuff that like people bar hop and it's really easy to do that because i've done it i've bar hopped in the arts district but it's like all the same kind of people at every bar Exactly. And it's it's not like you have like a wide variety of people at the one place. It's usually all the yeah, similar like, type of people. Yeah, hipsters. I Hi- mean what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean what? Uh, <laughs> I mean what? <laughs> no, but it's like you get a little bit of everyone and it's not like, oh, the old people keep to themselves and the young ones keep to themselves. It's like everyone is interacting with That's everyone. So weird. It is. It's, it's so weird. So weird. So like literally like you're sitting next to a table of like like four 60-year-old guys who are there like pretty much probably every night kind of thing. But then your the other table is like 30-year-olds who are like, you know, out after work and it's just interesting. It's fun. I think the only time I've experienced that here was when Maria and I went to that Irish pub in LA. Yeah. I think in Santa Monica. Oh, was it was it everyone. Pasadena? No, or we went to this Irish time. on, on St. Patrick's day. We went to this oh. Irish pub. Um, I think it was in Santa Monica. It was somewhere near Santa Monica and like there was, everyone was there. So it's like yeah. exactly what you described. Just like, I'm sure this bar that you go to isn't packed like that one was. There was like too many people. Like you couldn't, function in there yeah (laughs) but yeah no yeah i mean it is packed because it's small but it's yeah it wouldn't be anything like saint patrick's day there yeah no (laughs) um also something exciting a new co-worker that started working at my job she's also into a lot of like uh tv shows and stuff and we were talking about the new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And she was like, oh, yeah, I just recently bought Sabrina the Teenage Witch on DVD and I finished it. Do you want to borrow it? And I was like, heck, yes, I want to borrow it. <laughs> hey, that sounds remarkably familiar, like how our friendship started. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm borrowing that. I haven't started it yet because Eamon and I are desperately just trying to finish The Good Wife, and we are so close. It's unbelievable. Uh, no, but after that, I definitely want to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch, because I haven't seen it since, like, I think the last time I probably watched it on reruns was, like, when I was 12 or something. Because I used to watch it when it was on, and then I used to watch it when it was syndicated, and then eventually I just stopped. I don't know. So, um... Yeah, I'm very excited to start that. Also, since I've been working so much, I got a boss paycheck, which means I finally got myself some new podcasting equipment. It's not right now. I know my sound still sucks. (laughs) It's okay. But hopefully in an episode or two, it will sound much better. And I also bought some new iPhone lenses so I can like, I could do like fisheye or like macro or like all kinds of cool stuff with my iPhone because I love my Nikon, but it is 
bulky and it was heavy. And sometimes I just don't want to carry it around with me. So like if I could take some really dope photos with just my phone, I'm going to do that. Yeah, girl. Yeah, because I miss, like, taking pictures and doing stuff. But I also just hate carrying my camera, so... Yes. There's that. So, Katie, what have you been up to? Well, I mentioned last week that, uh, well, you yelled about my birthday. So it was my birthday last week. And so to celebrate, we went roller skating. Well, Michelle and I did a bunch of stuff before we did the roller skating. So Michelle and I did this little, like filming location tour thing like small one we went to covina to go to roswell yes uh it was like the filming location that they use for the tv show roswell and like most of the stuff is still there because they're permanent buildings so we took photos in front of what used to be the crashdown cafe and then in uh in the alleyway that they like (laughs) took some promo photos and stuff oh my god (laughs) yeah all of this stuff. So it was really fun. And then um, we went to the house that they use for Michael Myers's house in Halloween. The original Halloween is in South Pasadena. Randomly, they filmed in South Pasadena. A lot of a lot of places do. I feel like. Yeah. So like all the houses are still there, but they moved the house. The house moved from its original location, just like down the street. They like picked it up and moved it down the street. It's a chiropractor's office. Why would they pick that up and move it down the street? That doesn't... I have no idea. <laughs> it used to be an abandoned house. So oh. it used to be at 707 Meridian uh, in South Pasadena. Now it's, like, at the corner of Meridian and Mission. So it's, like, at the same... It's on the same street, but, like, right by the train tracks. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we weren't the only ones. We were just, like, walking by, and there were, like, people taking photos and then, like, we walked over there and took some photos, and then somebody else came over and was taking pictures. So, I mean, it's also almost Halloween. I was going to say, this is probably their busy season. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, the house they use for Lori, Lori's house, so Jamie Lee Curtis's character, is, like, down the street by the park. And, oh. like, we didn't go over there, but, like, there were a bunch of other houses around that you could go to and visit and take pictures. And I think at the house that they used for Lori Strode's house, like, somebody lives there. And they, like, leave pumpkins and stuff outside so that like, people can take photos. Because they know people are going to come by and take photos. So they, like, play into They want to make it look nice. That's cool. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. Um, so after that, we went to the Golden, Golden Road Brewery uh, in Glendale, which was really fun. So we had a drink and dinner with Brian and Becca. And then we went roller skating at the Moonlight Rollerway yeah. in Glendale. So it was really fun. I did not fall. So Good. that was a successful evening. Becca fell Aww. and possibly fractured her tailbone, <gasps> which is like really bad. She fell really hard. It oh, was really bad. No. She's okay though, but it's gonna be a, her butt's gonna hurt for like forever. Ow! <laughs> she got to get a donut pillow. Yeah, yeah, she needs to get one. And then everyone had a great time, and like. Dustin had never skated before ever, but he was out there like trying so hard. It was so, I was like, oh, I felt like a proud parent. (laughs) But uh, Brian refused to skate, but he was standing on like the outside with like all the other parents. But he like every time somebody came by in the group, he'd like take a photo with his phone. He's like, click, 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 (laughs) click. Really cute. I was like, oh, Brian. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like a proud parent over there. He's yeah. like, smile, quick, 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 quick. <laughs> That's definitely what was happening. And I took a bunch of photos, videos and stuff. And like Dylan, Dylan was boss at skating. Michelle had a great time. And then Matt came and his boyfriend and it was super fun. And that sounds so fun. Like Karen Marie and Tiffany were there and Becca, my roommate from college, like everyone came. So it was super fun. I got some awesome gifts. Which, obviously, like, people didn't need to bring me gifts at all. But they did. And so now I have a Jude Law Dumbledore pop figure and Gilderoy Lockhart pop figure, which I love. Nice. And then Matt bought me a bottle of, like, rosé champagne, which I haven't drank yet. Oh, dang. That sounds lovely. Yeah. I was like, this is nice. I was like, maybe when I move into my own apartment, it'll be the first bottle I crack. I'm thinking that's what I'm going to save it for. For a special occasion. Um, and then I watched the America's Got Talent finale for unknown reasons, but it was amazing. And the guy that I really wanted to win won. So Shin Lim, he's a, a magician and he won and he's amazing. And I can't wait for him to have a show in Vegas so that I can go see it. Yeah. Um, Kiss performed during the finale on Wednesday and they announced that they're going on their final tour ever. And oh. I was like, I feel like I got to go to a Kiss concert now. <laughs> Wow. Just to see them. Yeah, because, I mean, that's like rock and roll history right there. Well, I've already seen Def Leppard and Poison, so I feel like I need to see them, too. You need to co- complete the collection. <laughs> I need to complete my classic rock collection, so I need to go see, like, Guns N' Roses, Van Halen, mm-hmm. ACDC, like, these kinds of bands. Yes. I would definitely, I would be down. Last night, I went to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time, so I'm like a zombie right now because I didn't get home till like 2.30. I'm really tired. And it was very fun. I did not get to go to the the first purge maze because the line was too long. Um, If anybody is planning on going to Halloween Horror Nights and you have the funds, please purchase the Express Pass. I did not. And I regret it very much. Because waiting 120 minutes for a maze is not Not worth worth it. it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was very long. But we went on the Terra Tram, which was super fun. Um, we got to take photos with Norman. Norman Bates was out there <laughs> doing a photo op. So we, like, took photos with him. That's awesome. Um, he was really nice. It was really funny. I was like, hi. And he goes, hello. And I was like, what? <laughs> hi. <laughs> You're really nice. And then we went into the Stranger Things Museum, or Maze. I keep saying museum instead of Maze. And, uh maze but i didn't watch stranger things so it's completely lost on me i mean it was very well done but like i didn't you didn't get the reference i didn't get it at all yeah nope i did get scared though a couple times uh i got scared by a scary leprechaun so i don't know how that (laughs) he like was resetting after he scared a bunch of people but he jumped like back up onto the thing that he was like getting on it scared me and i was like well that's that's some crap (laughs) you Um, like getting scared it was fun because, like, when I get scared, I just start laughing. I got scared in the first room in the first maze we went into. Because nice. somebody jumped out of some curtains, and I, like, screamed and started laughing. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, and Maria's leaving tomorrow. No! <laughs> um, she's moving to Virginia, so we're going to Chili's tonight. Oh. And to say goodbye And she's moving to Virginia, and I don't know when I'll see her again. It's really sad. We're gonna have to. You have to have a new Skype. uh, (laughs) 
I know. New Skype sesh. Oh my god, that'd be cool if we did like a group Skype session like every couple of months or something. We have I can't believe we haven't done that at all. I know. I've Skyped I've Skyped you, obviously. Uh I've Skyped Karen. I haven't Skyped Maria or Tiffany, but Tiffany and I I keep talking about it all the time. (laughs) Well yeah, Yeah. Tiffany and I talk all the time. And you Skype D like all the time too. I know. Although I've been busy lately. I know, working. Um, and for my geekery, I got Wild Card in the mail, so the sequel to Warcross by Marie Lu. I'm so jealous. I ordered it. I pre-ordered it. Apparently, in the UK, it's being delayed everywhere till like, October 20th. That's really dumb. It In, like, last minute, too, because I ordered it, like, four days before it was supposed to come out, and then I got an email on the day that it was supposed to come out saying, JK, no. <laughs> what? I'm so bummed. Should really we do another episode? It. Heck yeah, we're going to do an episode about it. But yeah. it, obviously it will have to be like way later. Oh yeah, it'll um, be like definitely like a month or two from now. Maybe yeah. two months from now for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I splurged and for no reason bought the Monster X beautiful album for no reason but i got special extras and i have like two posters and like i was gonna say for no reason for a good reason (laughs) yeah for an awesome reason and i got this like cute heart necklace that has their like insignia on it nice Um, yeah i have a problem but it's a good problem hey k-pop is fun Hey, I love it. I love it so much. Did you notice that and I put the poster in the background for you? I did. I did see it. I was like, oh, I was like, BTS. It, I didn't, like, tape it up because I don't have anything to tape it did up with. Did you just so set it's, it there so I could see it? I did. <laughs> I just <laughs> set it. It's, like, it's like half folded up, like, because it, I'm trying to prop it up on the shelf. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> Among many reasons. The fact that you like went through the effort, you're like, oh, I gotta put this poster up for Katie. Just like set it there. I'm just, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm That's why we're friends, Katie. <laughs> I actually bought this cork board to hang up this thing, this uh, other gift that I got for my birthday, which is like a scratch map. Ooh. But the cork board isn't big enough for it, but I was like, I could hang it like over here on the side, like of my wall underneath my painting of Hogwarts that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I painted Hogwarts a long time ago, and I can hang my BTS poster. Yeah, on it. So I might do that. Definitely. I might. Um, but anyways, so let's let's move on from our K-pop <laughs> fanning. Um, be sure to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek podcast network by visiting geek to geekcast.com and then keep listening now to learn more about the podcasts on the network. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast Geektitude. Each week I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster, but it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek Podcast. Well, we make it. 
It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. And we are back. Holla. Holla. So so for this week's topic, I wanted to have kind of an open discussion about fan reactions, specifically negative fan reactions. So we've all read articles and heard about fans that have strong negative reactions to changes on a TV show or within a movie franchise. I'm sure many are coming to mind for people listening. Uh, this episode will not be about pointing fingers at fans who have negative reactions because it happens, you know? And because I'm sure that you and I are both guilty of reacting negatively to something that changed within our favorite show or movie franchise, something or like if they adapted a book to a movie and they changed something that we're like, how could you kind of thing? Yes. Which will provide our own specific examples of us reacting negatively later because I have a few. Um But the reason that this topic came up was because I was reading comments, which one should never read the comment section. I know. I don't know why I Um, do it. I don't know why I did it either. Um, And some of the tweets about the newest Doctor Who trailer. Did you happen to watch the new Doctor Who trailer? So I didn't. And I didn't have time. That's okay. But I would would love to hear what people thought. How I felt. I think it's because I've been trying to avoid trailers in general because so many people like react to thing. You know what I mean? Like it's this exact reason what we're talking about, why I didn't maybe watch it. I kind of want to go into it fresh, but. Okay. Um, So I was actually kind of shocked at how negatively people were reacting to the trailer. So I thought like, you know, this is like a perfect example of, you know, what we're talking about so apparently people just really hated the song that was used in the trailer because it wasn't doctor who enough that's what people were saying but so i mean you've watched previous doctor who trailers and like you know how how they sound and like usually you hear the sound of the tardis and like mm-hmm. the music is very i don't know like superhero-y heroic doctory like it fits with like the i guess the show itself yeah, or sometimes kind it can be thing. eerie if it's like a scarier one yeah. or yeah, okay. something like that. And I found that fascinating because the song paired with what I was seeing uh visually like caused such an emotional reaction for me. Okay. Like I reacted very emotionally in a positive way to it. So, I mean, Yes, the the song was an interesting choice for Doctor Who because, yes, I would not consider this a song that you would typically hear and relate it to Doctor Who. Um, But I feel like they were trying to send a message. So, like, the song was perfect in the trailer, like, what they were trying to send out. Like, in my mind, that's what I think. Was it a song that I would know or was it just instrumental, like, score? No, it was an actual, like, popular song. What's so, that? so uh, for oh, those sorry. who haven't oh, watched I'm sorry. the trailer, I'm <laughs> girlfriend, slow down. I'm sorry. Or who just happen to not be Doctor Who fans? The song that was chosen was "Glorious" by Macklemore, featuring oh. featuring Skylar Gray. So I mean, that song. is it is it's a great song. Um, which is weird because like I'm not a super huge fan of Macklemore, even though I saw no. him in concert. 
Um, but this song is actually, it's actually sends out a very good message. And obviously, I mean, it was an interesting choice, but if you listen to the lyrics while watching the video, it was so perfect. Like, I literally cannot watch this trailer without tearing up because of the message that it was trying to send because Doctor Who is moving into an entirely new era. Yes. I mean, it's the first woman doctor. It's a new showrunner. It's almost like an entirely new show. It pretty much is, yeah. I mean, we go through this every, every, like, couple of seasons, like, sometimes a little bit longer, sometimes shorter, where, you know, you fall in love with this doctor, and then you progress into, like, really liking him, and then he regenerates, and we get a new, a new actor playing them. And it happens every time because people were like, oh, I could never not love Chris Eccleston. Oh, I hate David Tennant. He's terrible. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, I love him. He's amazing. I could never love anybody but David Tennant. Oh, I love Matt Smith. He's so great. And like, it's this like vicious cycle for Doctor Who. Yep, completely. But I I just couldn't understand why people were hating it so much because there's like this part in the trailer where it looks like she's walking into the TARDIS console room because you never actually see the TARDIS. And I think people were complaining about that too. And for me, I think it's because it's so... We're moving into a new era. We might actually see an entirely new TARDIS. Like maybe the TARDIS itself will be a different color blue. And they don't want to reveal that in the trailer because the TARDIS is just as important as the Doctor. And we know who the Doctor is. Yeah. So maybe they want to do a a big reveal of the TARDIS in the first episode. Yep. So some things you have to keep secret. You can't give it all away in the trailer. Yeah. Shocker. So... (laughs) There's a part where it looks like she could be walking into the console room, like you don't know. And the lyric when she's walking, it says, I was born for this. Y'all. And like, it's like if you watch it, like I was talking to Tiffany, Maria, and Karen about it. And I was like, I was watching the trailer and then I was crying and I just couldn't understand why I was crying. And Tiffany was like, oh, my God, I felt the same way because the lyrics just it was just the mostly the chorus of it. And it it fits so perfectly because it's saying like it's they're trying to show like this is something brand new. This is something they've never done before. And it's big. Yeah. And people were just ripping it apart because they didn't like the song. And the majority of the of the comments I read were mostly negative with like, for me, I was like, why am I the only person that seems to be responding positively? And it like, I was getting so frustrated with it. <laughs> Just reading those. I feel like in general, this doctor has just stirred something in the fandom that it may not actually even be the song that they're irritated with, but because like, if you look at any promotional photo that Dr. Who has posted on Facebook, 90% of the comments are, Oh, I hate that the doctor's a female. It's like all these just like super dumb comments about the new doctor. So I feel like everyone's going into this with not everyone, a majority of the certain people <laughs> are are going yes. into this with this super negative mindset. So yeah. they're going to pick apart anything instead of going into it with an open mind 
and an open heart and trying to like see what the message is, they're just going into it going, oh, it's going to be a girl. I hate it. Uh, look at this stupid song. It's not like the original. It's like, yeah, no, duh. That's and the point. They made a point to like people, some people that were defending the trailer, they were like, yeah, the song doesn't fit, but it's fine. They're like, but all the music is being scored by this person. So this isn't the kind of music that they're going to have. Yeah. And and trust me, this couldn't possibly be the dumbest thing Doctor Who's ever done. No. Like song choice. <laughs> Sonic sunglasses, people. Son- Sonic oh my God. sunglasses. Like Like I love Capaldi, but frick, those were come the, on. those were the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like people are just not going in with an open mind. And like we've seen this before, like the way that people just have this visceral, disgusting, angry reaction. To them remaking Ghostbusters with an all-woman cast. Exactly. Like, it's, we've seen this. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, a lot of what we're going to talk about today in terms of fandoms reacting badly, a lot of it has, like, a deep root in sexism. Oh, my bad. I totally stole one of your things. My bad. Okay, but I'll let you talk about it more. So it's oh, um, fine. No, I'm just... Oh, I was just saying, like... I mean, we can talk about it in more depth later, specifically about that. But like a lot of, a lot of what you know, the reason why fandoms are reacting badly is like the, it's either rooted in sexism or racism, or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, we actually saw. I saw a little bit of this with people talking about um, people with this misconception that Brie Larson's. Captain Marvel is a female Captain America. And I'm what? like, people. Yeah, I saw a bunch of that. I saw a bunch of that happening because it on Geekitude, on the Geekitude podcast, uh, Joe and Ray went into talking about Comicsgate. Yes. Like about people being angry that they were seeing more women showing up as main characters in comic books. But also seeing more women writers and comic design, like comic illustrators and stuff like that. Newsflash, women read comics too. <laughs> Newsflash, the future is female. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't remember, this podcast is supposed to be female-centric and female-empowering. So just in case you forgot, this episode is definitely going to remind you of that. Um, but so, okay. So what are some shows or movie franchises that you are a fan of that you have heard about fans, like the fandom reacting quite negatively to something within the show or within the movie? So, yeah, like we mentioned with Ghostbusters, I'll admit when I heard that they were doing an all female Ghostbusters, it didn't really excite me only because I was like, whatever about the original. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I looked at the casting and I was like, dude, like these are all like some of my favorite female comedians and I get to see them all in a movie. Who cares if it's like, uh, you know, about ghost busting, whatever. Cause like I didn't grow up with Ghostbusters, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me. Okay. Don't at me. Don't at me. I don't have the nostalgia. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. For me, it was like, who cares? You get to see all these super awesome comedians come all together and be funny as heck. 
and mm-hmm. people couldn't get past it, like, that it was essentially a ripoff. But, like, this is the thing. We can't make a movie with four female lead comedians without it kind of being some sort of tie-in to something else or something that Hollywood is going to put their money behind. It sucks, but that's kind of how Hollywood is right now. We need to take the step of doing this to get to Hollywood finally just backing movies that are good stories that have, like, an all-female cast. Yeah. You know, like, what is it, Annihilation or something? Like, they put that on Netflix, and it didn't really do well. But that was a movie that, like, had all, like, female lead cast. It was, like, action. It was sci-fi. But it didn't really, like, get far or make any sort of boom. Like, we just haven't hit there yet, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean... Like, there wasn't exactly a massive budget for it either, I don't think. Yeah. So it's like, just let us have this, man. (laughs) Just let us have this. And, like, people say, like, it wasn't good. But I'm like, screw you. It was great. It was really funny. I actually thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed that. And then I really enjoyed um, The Spy Who Dumped Me, which was two female leads. Oh, my God. Because I love Kate McKinnon. The Spy Who Dumped... Like... Guys, if you haven't seen The Spy Who Dumped Me, please go see it. It is so freaking funny. It is amazing. It was and really funny. it was so much more violent than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. And way funnier than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> to be honest. I was dying no. the entire time. It was really good. No, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Another one is, I actually didn't even write this down, but I thought of it earlier, is uh, you were talking about, like, personal ones, like, how, like, how have I react personally? Like, wait, that's later. Oh, is that later? I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't. I'm terrible. Did you actually read the notes? That's rude. I, I read. I read up until where I filled it in. <laughs> I worked hard on these notes. I am so sorry. Kate. It's okay. I'm just giving you a hard time because I can. No, no, no. I I was reading them at work and trying to fill them in on my break. That's why. <laughs> You're okay, girl. Just so okay. save it for like. Like five minutes. I am. Maybe more than five minutes, but save it. Save that one. I'll save it. Okay. So another one that other people have reacted poorly to (laughs) is the Batwoman casting, which is Ruby Rose. Yeah. So I personally was fine with it because one, they actually got a queer woman playing a queer woman on TV. That that like never happens. Yeah, I know. Fan freaking tastic. Super happy with that. Do I think she exactly like looks the part? Eh. No, I mean she doesn't have red hair, but like, you know, hair dye and also like wigs and like it's fine. Um but I do understand why some people reacted poorly. A lot of people don't like the fact that she outed people, like like threw people out of the closet. That's not great. That's kind of problematic. She's kind of problematic, but exactly. And that's why people are upset at the casting that they casted someone problematic. Plus also Ruby Rose tends to be a, a woman that a lot of straight women like. So it's not like they're casting a queer woman for the queer community. They're casting it for like still the straight community. Got it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So it's like, 
oh, who could we find that's a queer woman but still appeals to the straights? <laughs> that, that, that's kind of how people feel like that, why she was casted. Um, that's unfortunate. So I understand those points of view. Yeah. But am I going to, like, lose my, you know, crap about it and get upset? No. Like, no. <laughs> I still feel like there's some sort of win in this casting. I don't know. It's like... You gotta pick your battles sometimes, or you gotta like find the good in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me personally. If I'm wrong, please feel free to tell me on Twitter. Nicely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Constructive criticism, please, but nicely. Don't be me. <laughs> My poor heart. But Katie, how about you? Um, I have a few. Uh, so back in the day when I was like hardcore into Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. That fandom, my God. <laughs> um, they had some of the worst reactions to some stuff that I've ever personally seen and heard about. So my friend Leslie and I used to talk about the show all the time. And they the show paired up people. So like uh, Emma Swan was with Captain Hook and they mm-hmm. were a couple. And then Regina, the evil queen was paired up with Robin Hood. Like, that's just how it was, and it was great. Um, But that's not the pairing that the fans liked. And, you know, like, there are always the times where people ship characters that may not be canon within the TV show, which is fine. I mean, hello. We did a whole episode on that. We did a whole episode talking about non-canon ships. Because, you know, sometimes the non-canon ship is more interesting than the couple that they're forcing to be together on the show. And that's fine. Um, But when people start shipping two characters that are not, that are non-canon together so hard that they actually ruin the ratings of a TV show is a little much. Mm -hmm. Because this happened a couple of times where they did Robin Hood centric episodes. And this particular group of, of fans refused to watch the show and plummeted the show's ratings. And I was like, that's how you get a show canceled. I was like, if your goal is to get the show canceled, then you're on the right route. I mean, it's okay to be upset about, you know, that maybe your fan, like the couple that you want to be together aren't together, but it's not okay. Like to me, like, I feel like it's not okay to like destroy the ratings of a TV show and send awful, hateful messages to the show writers because they're following a storyline that they set up. And this is what they want to see, and this is this is how they wrote the show to be, and that's unfortunately how it is. Yep. And it got to the point where the show writers and runners, like, suspended their Twitter accounts because they were getting so much hate messages that they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. And, like, sometimes fandoms can be super vicious, and it's a little scary, Um, I mean, I'm all for, like, being hardcore fans about something, but, like, there's a line sometimes. And we saw that a lot, 100%, with Star Wars. Oh, my God. Star Wars has some of the most passionate fans out there, but their, like, reaction to Star Wars The Last Jedi was a little ridiculous. (laughs) And, like, the female casting and, like... Everything. Yeah. Like the new era of Star Wars is very female centric. And yeah, there's sorry. nothing wrong with that. 
Exactly. And it's just people did the whole, like, well, this isn't my Star Wars. And I'm like, well, what is your Star Wars? Like, there's the story you have in your head and then what they put on the screen. Like, yes, maybe it doesn't fit exactly, like, canon or how you had hoped the show, like, the franchise would go. But relax. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like, if you're not happy about it, it, that's what fan fiction's for, bro. (laughs) Straight up. That is exactly what it is. Trust me. Trust us. Because we have gone to the fan fiction. Oh, oh, heck yes. For better storytelling. Yes. Um, And, like, the fact that pretty much all the female, like, actresses that are in Star Wars now have to, like, avoid all social media is sad. Yeah. That, like, if you don't like a character, don't watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And this whole, like, it's not my Star Wars. Well, I just, I don't know how to help you, bro. Yeah. Um, The other one that I have, like, I have two more. So, like, the other one that I put was uh, the casting for some of the people for Justice League, specifically Batfleck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now, when I I remember when they announced that Ben Affleck was taking up the mantle as Batman, I was like, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, I love Ben Affleck, and I think he is great actor. He is stars in some of my most favorite, my my favorite movie of all time, co-stars him and Matt Damon. Like, yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Like, that's my favorite movie ever. And I love many movies that he's in. And so I thought it was an interesting choice. I didn't hate it, but I also was skeptical. But I went into watching Batman versus Superman, and I was like, no, he's not that bad. Like, I mean... We have all seen worse Batman movies. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't that bad. I thought he was a pretty decent Batman. Like, he had his comedic moments. And then in Justice League, I mean, he had his moments where he was pretty funny. I mean, I'm not saying that these movies are great because they're not. They are not very good. No. But I felt that, like, everybody was down for Jason Momoa's like casting yeah. as Aquaman. Everybody was like, I'm here for it. This is what I want. But they're I, like, bad flick. I feel like Jason Momoa was like the only one that was like He's, universally, everyone was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's and Gal dope. And Gal Gadot for... Um, no, a lot of people oh, no, did not. Did not like her. That's true. That's yeah. true. A lot of people hated her at first, which I will admit when I, when they first announced it, not that I hated it, but I was like very skeptical. Now Gal Gadot's basically my girlfriend, like imaginary like, girlfriend. <laughs> right? I can't see anybody else playing Wonder Woman now. Like I can't. Like I would worship her if I could. Like she is fantastic. I thought she was just super, super, super thin. And I was like, how is she gonna like bulk up? Because <laughs> Wonder Woman's like But she did amazing. No, she definitely every did. Oh, God. I remember sitting in the theater and crying yeah, during same, the same. No Man's Land part. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see the new movie. But yeah, exactly. Batflick. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It happened. Yeah. Like, definitely, I remember people just being, like, outraged. And I was kind of like, yeah, So mad. But and people just outraged recently, too, because there was the rumor going around that Henry Cavill was not going to play Superman anymore. And people oh, were freaking out. Is that still not true? It's, I've heard mixed 
things where like they said he wasn't playing it and then WB announced that he wasn't officially not playing it, that the cape was still hanging in his like in his closet. And then like then he then Henry Cavill posted that weird video with him holding a Superman action figure and it was very confusing. So I don't know. So it sounds like they're just trying to like rumble up some discussion. Hey, we're still relevant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, re- remember the DCU? We're still here. Yeah. Um, God. We know you're there. We're still, like, anticipating with pure joy for the Aquaman movie to come out, obviously, because a damp uh, Jason Momoa is what we're going for. Like, you think we're going for the story? Heck no. No. <laughs> we just want to see Jason Momoa wet. Yes. Sit. Like, yep. Coming in and out of water. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Yep. Um, and then the last thing that I have is actually a ship within a TV show that people were really angry about, which was Arrow talking about Elicity because <sighs> it didn't follow the comic book. It's because yeah. it's not about the comic book, people. <laughs> I know. People were so like... Oh my god, they were no, so mad. Like, Oliver Queen and Black Canary are like always together. They are the OTP. It's like... You know what? If we had deal with, like, Wonder Woman and Superman being together in the comics, like, y'all can deal. Okay? Like, yeah. sometimes Oliver and they date other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they went with what the chemistry was. Right? Like, Elicity had much more chemistry. I used to get in fights all the time with some people about this. And I was like, you could see it from day one when they met. Oh, they're just forcing it. And I'm like, are we watching the same show? Are we watching the same show? They are definitely not forcing it. Do I think they kind of forced it later on? Sure. But definitely in the first, like, three or four seasons, it was just burning. It was burning. When they started forcing it later is because they realized that they made fans really upset when they broke them up. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying sometimes maybe catering to the fans might help your show a little bit. Because maybe I wouldn't have stopped watching Arrow. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. They're so (laughs) TV shows are so terrified of putting couples together. Why? And, like, if you just do it naturally, it won't be a problem. (laughs) It was fine until they ruined it, and then it wasn't fine. When you have to go back and forth, back and forth, like, three times, you know you've gone too far. Yeah. Sorry. Um, So, why do you think fans have a tendency to react so badly? Do you think it's because they hold such high expectations, or... Is it because some most of the time new things are made off of source material, so it's never like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be kind of thing? I think fandom has become a new type of culture. Like, because everyone takes everything so personally now, mm-hmm. it's no longer just, like, these few people who are, like, super, super, like, into one thing. It's, like... Basically, everyone has their ride or die. Like, these are my favorite. This is what I want. Everyone's got an opinion. And everyone has a voice on the internet. And I think people feel like they can just say things. And they don't really realize that people are listening. So they say these, like, extreme things. Plus, I feel like everyone kind of... I don't know. Everyone takes media in a super personal way. You're like... 
especially like TV, you're inviting someone to your home every week, essentially. You know, you're sitting down with these characters week to week in your home. And that's personal. Like, that's what is both brilliant and sometimes scary. Yeah. Is that you feel like it's yours and it means so much to you. And for some people, it's all they have. And that's when, unfortunately, it can be just taken too far. Yes, absolutely. Were there, I mean, we talked a lot about this a little bit, but did any of the things that you mentioned or that I mentioned, uh, did there, did the fan reactions ever upset you because like you felt the complete opposite of the way that people, like a big majority of people felt? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's upsetting, right? Cause I'm like, why am I the only person that feels this way? Yeah, exactly. Like, like obviously there are some things I can see why. Yeah. But but there are so like, like with like with Ghostbusters, like I was saying, it was good. Like everyone was sh- like, oh, I was almost gonna cuss there. Everyone was crapping all over about how it was an awful movie and not worth seeing. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like I understand you're maybe upset that they're like redoing a favorite nostalgic movie of yours. But if you were to look at it as just a movie on its own, it was fine. Like, there are worse things. Like, I've, I've seen worse. <laughs> it's like same with Batman versus Superman. <laughs> like, oh my God. like, it's not a good movie. But there are such worse things. Like <laughs> I was like, there are worse movies. Geely, Glitter. I mean, come on. There are worse movies out there. I mean, like, those are not the same. But I'm just saying. No, like, but like. There are worse movies. I don't know, like, the way people react, it's like, this is the last movie they're going to get, and they're so mad. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, let's talk about a couple of times where we personally reacted very upsettingly. I'm laughing because I knew you were going to put this first one, like, (laughs) so much. That's the thing I was going to mention earlier, that you were like, no, 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 no. (laughs) No, I knew knew you were going to mention this. Okay, go ahead. Times that we reacted negatively to something within our favorite stuff. So, obviously, (laughs) I'm not a super big fan of Kara and Monel on Supergirl. I know, I know, and I know why. I know you all have never heard me say this before. (laughs) Just beat this dead horse into submission. Just do it. Just say it. But I feel like what's been such a bummer about this is that it's, it's not even just this ship anymore, but like a lot of the decisions they've made for the show in general have now like soured a lot of the show for me. Yeah. If that makes sense, like, and I don't get excited about it anymore, and I'm just like, I know, like, I just said, like, if you don't like it, stop watching it. (laughs) But I'm not like that with TV. I have to finish. Well, I see what you're saying, because they, like, spent a couple of seasons, like, really building up um, Supergirl to, and, like, building up Kara to be this, like, independent, really strong woman. And, like going towards a job and then they just make her quit her job and yeah. like what <laughs> and then they inserted Monel like right into that and they were like these two have to be together and that's what it became all about so like I totally get why you're upset and the only reason that I like them is because I really like Chris Wood that is literally the only reason <laughs> well no and like it wouldn't 
like, I wouldn't mind it if they just made him a love interest, but it's like they're making her the love interest, and they're they're really focusing on building his character up, but they're doing they're doing nothing with Kara. Oh my god, this show's called Supergirl, not Monel. That's what I'm saying. Like, they spent the entire season, <clears throat> excuse me, showing you how much he's grown and how much he's changed as a person. And look at him. he He's just grown into this hero. And I'm like, I'm I don't sorry. Care. <laughs> you made Kara quit her job that she spent a year and a half, like a season and a half working towards. Yeah. You, you made her like basically only want to be a superhero even though that was the complete opposite message you spent all of season one saying it was just like all these things that i was like what are you doing yeah yeah but anyway so that's that's my first one that i personally reacted to second one would be the the most recent x-files uh season uh the ending of that uh, i'm not gonna super i'm not gonna spoil it for people who maybe haven't gotten there yet. Um, I just didn't like it. Will I will I watch it again and will I continue to watch it? Absolutely. Was I a huge fan of how Chris Carter decided to end the show possibly forever? No. No. And I don't think e- I don't think the actors did either because Jillian said at like a convention or something recently, she said like I understand why fans are like upset about that ending. I I think they deserved better. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> you were like, yeah, girl, we know. We exactly No. So, yeah, because that's I mean, I'm sure it's out there what the ending is and I could talk about it for ages, but like, I'm just going to leave it there. OK. Yeah. Sorry, I got I got real heated there. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so I've had maybe like four ish really angry reactions and they're all the tv show or I'm three tv on the shows first one <laughs> three tv shows and one movie because i'm going to take out the last one that i put and put something okay. in its place um so the test storyline in roswell uh, i hate it i will never accept it to no. me season two does not exist same <laughs> it doesn't same. exist i don't even own it i only bought seasons one and three because i hate season two just that much okay don't blame that's you. all i'm gonna say about it Okay, I love the actress as Belle on Once Upon a Time, but I loathe, loathe the test storyline in Roswell. And on top of that, like, a main character got killed because of her, and it makes me really angry about it. And I'm always going to be fired up about how that went. Whatever. Um... (laughs) <laughs> moving on from that i'm just I'm always I like how we're so much more angry and passionate in this section yeah but i didn't take my anger and passion to the internet except about no. one thing one of these that i only like actually take my anger yes. to the internet and it wasn't like i was alone like it was a full fandom consensus okay yes. it was the only people who felt differently were the people who wrote this mm-hmm. okay and that's not the next one that's in a, in a second oh, we'll get oh there. okay okay the next one is when they broke up clane like blaine and kurt on glee like i am telling you that this is the only show that i got so angry about them breaking up a couple that i literally bounced off the show i stopped watching it yeah because i was mad 
Understandably so. I mean, I, I, I finished the show. Like, I went back and I watched all of it. And I did watch their, their, when they got back together, and I watched their proposal, and I watched their wedding. Like, I watched all of those in real time. But let me tell you, when they, when they made Blaine cheat on Kurt, I was like, what are you no. doing? Because that is not his character. Who are you writing for? What is happening? I was so mad. I was so devastated, angry, frustrated. I was every emotion. I was in denial. I couldn't believe what I was watching. How could this happen? I just, like, still to this day, like, it still makes me really mad that they did this. Because it was so out of character for a character that they spent time writing. And I was like, how could the fans see that it was out of character when you designed this character? Like, what are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? (laughs) Whatever, I'm fired up over this. Um, And then the (laughs) one that I was mentioning where I actually took it to the internet about how angry I was, was when they... This is a spoiler for people who haven't watched Supernatural, so I'm so Go sorry. Go about two minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, when they killed Felicia Day's character, Charlie Bradbury, on Supernatural. I have never been more angry about a character death on a TV show than I was about this. And it wasn't just that they killed her, but they, like, we didn't even get to see it. Let me describe this for you. Like, I remember this, like, just like it was yesterday. So, uh, in the episode that she dies in, they're hunting this, like, uh, these, like, group of people that are supposed to be, like, the Frankenstein family. That's who they are. And Charlie has all of this stuff, and she's hiding from them because she has the book that they need on her laptop, on her tablet that she translated, and they need it. So she's, like, hiding out in this um, motel. And this is, like, the reason that she dies is 100% Sam's fault. I'm just going to throw that out there. I've never been more angry at a main character, too, because it is his fault. So she's, like, hiding from them, and the guy finds her, and she's hiding in the bathroom, and she, like, called them and like, they told her, like, get out, get out of there now. And she's like, I'm going to do what I can, but I don't think I'm going to be able to leave. And so she sends the translated book to them and then smashes her tablet on the bathroom sink. And just as the guy bursts into the bathroom and she's standing there ready to fight, cut to commercial break. Commercial break. Okay. And then they come back from commercial break. No, they don't come back to Charlie fighting for her life like you would expect because she's a super badass. No, they cut back to the boys driving in the car who end up arriving at the motel too late and you get a 30 seconds of her dead in a bathtub. I was so angry that I actually, this was the very first article I ever wrote for Temple of Geek was about this episode of Supernatural because I was just that angry. I couldn't, she deserved better. Like, yeah. 100%. Her character was one of the most beloved female characters on that TV show, and they destroyed her. And yep. we didn't even get to see her fight for her life. Like, fight to the death with this guy. Nope, we got a 30-second death scene after a commercial break. Like, how ridiculous. And that show, like, I love Supernatural, and I probably always will, but that show never did justice for any of their female characters that they've nope. had on it. This in- 14 seasons, and not one female character has ever been treated the way that th- she deserves. And Charlie deserved better. Like, yeah, my named my we named our cat after her because we love Dang her it. character <laughs> just so much. Like, I've never been so angry ever about a character death on a TV show. 
No, and I like, agree with you. That show is like has a problem with their female characters. Like it really does, and it needs to be better. Like be do better, Supernatural. Do better. They've had like thirteen plus seasons to to do it, and yet. <laughs> I mean, there's been a few female characters on Supernatural that I absolutely love, that they've done a great job with. But then there's, like, which took a long time to get there. But, like, I will never forgive that show. (laughs) This fictional TV show, I will never forgive you for the way you treated. And couldn't even give them the Wayward Sisters TV show. Oh, my God. CW. Oh, how dare you. That would be, that should be another one on your list. Just, oh my God, yeah. I will never be, the whole fandom consensus, consensus in the fandom was angry about that. Yeah. Both of those things. Both of those things. But my last one, real quick, is actually the cast, uh, one of the casting choices for the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them series. Oh. I hate, hate, immensely just now, hate's a strong word. That might be too much. I dislike the fact that they made Grindelwald, they casted Johnny Depp as the actor to play him. I'd go with hate on that. I don't like that casting. I like, I mean, I like Johnny Depp. He is definitely problematic and just has a terrible past and did bad things. Um, Some of his movies I do still enjoy um, because I think he did a good job acting in them as the, as as a person, not great. Yep. Not a great person at all. So, like, I'm 100% on that. But I think the casting choice was wrong for him. I would have, if they wanted to have Johnny Depp be in that movie, that's fine if you guys want to do that. But they should have flipped the casting and had Colin Farrell play Grindelwald because I think he would have been a hundred times better than, than having Johnny Depp as him. Because I watched the new trailer and you're just like, what? Like, Why? Like, I was so shocked when he was revealed at the end. I was like, are you kidding? Like, I heard he was in the movie, but I had no, I didn't even, like, realize that that was going to be who it was. And I, everybody was pretty mad about it. I mean, J.K. Rowling came out and defended it. Which I'm super bummed about. I know, me too. But, I mean, your fave is problematic. That just, it happens. Yeah. I mean, I I love J.K. Rowling, but uh, girlfriend. I mean, am I still going to go see that movie? Of course I am. Because I love Harry Potter. Like, the only show that I jumped off of watching was Glee. But then I ended up going back and watching it. And being yeah. semi-satisfied with the ending. Happy that Kurt and Blaine ended up together because they realized that, oh, um, they were sort of forced into focusing on them as a couple which, I mean, obviously wasn't great because Corey Monteith ended up passing away, which was yeah. super tragic and upsetting. And the show had no future. So they had to figure out a way to give the show a future. And Kurt and Blaine were that future. Which, obviously, like, under the circumstances is really upsetting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I... Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you jump off any of, you didn't jump off any of the shows because you said that you watched you you're still watching Supergirl and you finished X Files, so Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think no, because I I watched the only show that I quote I may not I didn't jump off. It was more of just like I lost track of it because I got busy and skipped a week and then it a week became a month and then a month became a year was yeah. bones. 
I technically have not finished the last season of Bones, which bums me out because I stuck through a lot of terrible seasons. Oh, yeah. I jumped off of that one real quick after it was just not going how I wanted. I even finished Castle, which was rough at the end. Um, But, like, I didn't necessarily stop watching because of the content. It was literally just, like, bad timing. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. I that is usually the only reason I will stop watching a show is because if I get too, like if I get too behind and can't catch up and then I have to like buy the DVDs, it it tends to take me a while to catch up. <laughs> I I mean, I I love Supernatural, but I'm literally two seasons behind on that show yeah. because I think I lost interest as a whole in the show because I didn't really like the way the storyline was going. And that seems like some people didn't jump off of it, but felt the same way. So like, I get it. Like eventually, like I will go back. I mean, I bought like, I have season 12. I'm going to get season 13 on DVD for sure. Because it's a show that like, like I've loved it. You're going to support. I've loved it for a huge part of my life. Like if you think about it, it is 13 years. Yeah, it's been third. I I started watching it the year my senior year of high school. It is now 2018. I graduated from high school in 2005. Yeah, like exactly. I've been watching this most like a huge chunk of my life. <laughs> so eventually, I will finish that show. Uh, what will probably end up happening is when that show ends, then I will like I'll probably watch the last season or I'll binge right before the final season. There you go. Um, yeah. And then watch that one in real time. But um, any last thoughts on our topic? I would just say, like, obviously you un- you both have heard us, like, get angry and passionate about certain things we were upset with. But before you take to the internet, try to be respectful and think about the people involved, like, don't tweet at an actor for them doing their job. They're not yeah. the ones creating the content. They're not the ones doing things. Even with the writers, like, the writers are also doing their job. And TV and movies and things like this, their art, they may not interp- be not interpreted the way that you want it to be or done the way you want it to be. But it is still someone's work yeah, and creation, and you don't have to agree with it. So just be kind and be constructive. <laughs> and before you come at us, too, um, yes. I mean, we felt the same. Like, we gave ex- our own examples to show that we felt passionately and negatively about decisions that... TV shows and movie franchises have made because I mean, it makes sense. It's something that you like and something that you're passionate about, but like you should always, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of thing. Exactly. Like think about like, would you want some of the things like that, that have been said, said to you, you wouldn't. So like, think about it before you take, like you said, take to the internet and be angry. Like, if you want to be angry about it, sure. Be constructive, though. Because yes. just 
saying rude, awful things is not constructive. Like, it just makes people not listen to you. Just like if you're going to be angry about something and be rude, use right proper grammar, too. Like, don't come at me angry and then misspell stuff. Like, yes, dude. Also, like, tweet out into the void. Like, I've tweeted about certain things I don't like, but I'm not going to at someone unless it's actually, like, constructive. Like, yeah. Like, every once in a while, I'll at, like, a production company because I'm like, hey, uh, why didn't you put that out on Blu-ray, huh? Huh? Why didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how come you weren't going to release Crazy Rich Asians in the UK until exactly. November? Exactly. And you know what? People reacting that way were like, hey, how come you guys aren't doing this? Guess what? They moved up the release to September. Exactly. But, I, and, but, I, but I'm not going to, like, say uh, yeah. that certain production companies are trash just because. No. Yeah, just, I mean, know. just think about it. Be respectful. If you got some constructive criticism, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing, like, if you have those kinds of shows that you feel that way about, let us know. Send us an email. Send us a tweet, something, because I'm sure that we've all felt the same way at some oh, yeah. point. Um, that's why I made it important for us to give our own examples, because clearly I just ranted and raved about shows <laughs> that I was so angry about, and I'm still angry about them. And oh, Roswell yeah. went off the net, off the air in, like, 2003 or something. Yeah. It's been 15 years, and I'm, oh, I'm still angry. still mad. Okay? <laughs> so, it's okay. Yes. Anyways. And if, and if a certain fandom is making you, like, have, like, it's hurting your mental health, please... Step away. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes fandoms can be toxic, which is unfortunate. Yes. But there are good people within those fandoms. Find those people. Find them. Yes. Find them. Yes. All right. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Tea Time with KC. You can also chat us up on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Tea Time with KC. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts, including Google Play. Hey, guess what? We got two more reviews, two more ratings, but they didn't include reviews, so I can't. Shout out to those people that gave us stars. Just say. Oh, no. They didn't leave a review, so I can't read it. But thank you. Um, And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Geek2Geek Podcast Network by visiting geek2geekcast.com. And you can also chat with us in real time by downloading the messaging app Slack and joining our Slack workspace at slack.com. Slack.geek2geekcast.com. There's something in between there. Um, And then we also have a Discord server. Uh, that you can go and in con- like talk to us there. I'm there sometimes. I think Chelsea pops in every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. We'll include the invite link in the show notes for both of those places. So you can just click it, create a username, and join us. Join the conversation between us and then Geektitude, geek to geek podcast. Rob still hangs out, so you can yes. talk to lots of people. And then the other listeners, you guys can talk about stuff. It's fun. And until next time, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.